since I was supposed to vacate the room in Queen Charlotte Hospital that Professor Sandler had graciously provided me for three nights as guest accommodation, I felt that I should seek a decently priced and moderately priced hotel near shopping areas of Piccadilly Circus, Oxford Street, etc. And with the generous help from Dr. David, the colleague of Professor Sandler, I was able to locate a three-star hotel about a kilometer away from Trafalgar Square and booked the room for three nights for a daily rent about 200 UK pounds per night. This rent was far above my expectations, but when I casually inquired in some nearby hotels for a possibly cheaper accommodation, I realized that Dr. David had indeed saved me at least 150 pounds for three nights of stay. By identifying and helping me with the best possible hotel accommodation, that I could have bargained for. Further, the hotel rent included free English breakfast as a bonus too. Nearness of the YouTube station of Piccadilly Circus to Trafalgar Square Hotel was handy for re relocation of my accommodation to the new hotel from Kuhn Charlotte Hospital Room. After settling down in the new hotel room near Trafalgar Square, I was busy charting out the plan of London Discovery Mission on a bar footing and listed on a piece of paper the places and monuments that I must visit every day before the proposed departure by train from Heathrow Railway Station to Paris. The next item on my travel agenda was visiting the much-hyped Trafalgar Square and to shop around and identify and buy, if possible, a good radio cum cassette recorder to listen every day morning to the Venkateshara Suprapadam prayer of M.S. Subalakshmi, the Nightingale of India. Since radio cassette recorders in Paris were prohibitively expensive, one of my friends from Karnataka suggested to me that I should try to get a good quality radio cassette player in Indian shops in London and that I can claim back the tax paid there by leaving the country too. Though I had imagined that Trafalgar Square but was within walking distance from my hotel, I realized later this, that this car is closer to the Charing Cross U station instead. The name Trafalgar Square is supposed to be derived from a Spanish word of Arabic origin and constructed and publicized as a symbol of much trumpeted victory of English Navy over France and Spain, especially against the French Emperor Napoleon in the Battle of Trafalgar on October 1805. It was possibly this victory in Trafalgar battle 
that energized the British Navy and Army to launch the Battle of Waterloo in 1815 against Emperor Napoleon and brought the fall of Napoleonic Empire too. Incidentally, it was the Englishman Nelson who was the chief architect of both the Battle of Trafalgar and Battle of Waterloo. And the presence of the statue of Nelson on a high imposing 169 foot high Nelson column in middle of Trafalgar Square is dedicated to perpetuate the exploits of Lord Nelson in both the battles too. Trafalgar Square is considered as King's own property even now and the square was opened to public only in the year 1844. Adjacent to the Trafalgar Square there are four prominent buildings namely National Gallery, Canada House, South Africa House and St. Martin Church and the huge square has been the site of political demonstrations and public agitations for the past 200 years including the side of revelry and jubilant outburst of emotions for New Year festivities every year on night of December 31 till the dawn of the Christian New Year. When I reached the Trafalgar Square, I felt that I had reached the famous French Concorde Square or Place de la Concorde and it is possible that British planners may perhaps pirated the design of the design of the French Concorde Square from the for the Trafalgar Square too. Another notable feature that caught my eye was the abundance of pigeons rambling in hordes in gay abandon and without fear of the predators, including human predators. After roaming around for a few minutes and after clicking some personal photographs using my Yashica handheld camera, I was on the lookout for a good store selling electronic items, including the much-desired radio cassette player. After roaming around for a few minutes, and looking for the electronic shops around, much to my delight, I was able to locate one on a side street a hundred yards away from Trafalgar Square. And much to my delight, a middle-aged Indian salesman welcomed me with a typical Indian welcome, Namaste, with folded hands. I explained to him the reason for my visit and that I am a tourist from Paris and that I was specifically looking for a good quality radio cassette player for my personal use. Sure, sir, it will be my pleasure to give you the best offer. The Indian salesman was delightfully pleasant in his demeanor and invited me to his cabin nearby and said, Please take your seat, sir, and what can I offer you as a welcome drink? I was pleasantly surprised to see such a welcome behavior from a salesman of a shop in Europe and expressed the wish to have an Indian style tea or Indian style tea or coffee 
and to discuss the best possible brands of radio cassette players that he can offer me while sipping the tea or coffee. I am Ram Mohan from Vijayawada, Andhra State. I'm the, and I'm the chief manager of this shop and my customers are mainly Indian expatriates residing in Europe and Indian tourists. And hence I have special reception for them for them too. I suggest that you consider buying the German-made Grandic radio cassette player and I can give you flat 10% discount on the price noted on, on it. And you can claim back 10% of the tax paid by while, while buying the machine, while being, buying the recorder here and get it reimbursed while you cross over the border. To Paris too. I assure you, assure you, sir, this is the best offer that you can get anywhere in Europe or even in India, and you can make it a DA a profit of nearly twenty-five percent of two hundred pounds that you pay for the for the for the recorder for the radio ca cassette recorder. Ram Mohan showed me the working of Grandic machine in detail and after paying the amount in traveler's checks and quite casually. Do you know of an Indian restaurant nearby since I am really hungry to have some Indian food and tired of the English stuffs that I have been having for past three days? Oh sure sir, Ram Mohan replied. Let me take you a good vegetarian South Indian restaurant that I know and we shall chat more of India and Indians too while relishing the, 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 the food items. Soon we were on the way by foot to an Indian restaurant nearby and my mouth was watery already, dreaming of the items that I was longing to have for so many hours or days.